Well, thanks for joining us today on the Gregorich Ministries podcast. We're really excited about our guest today. Um, we've spent much time in Brazil with her. Um, she translated for us while we were there. Um, we got to stay with her. And so we're just really excited today to spend some more time with um, Luisa Emery. Thank you for joining Hello. us. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. Actually, it was a, a happy surprise to be invited to, to be here with you because I saw a lot of fellows of mine here, Tiago Garcia, my pastor, Tiago Borba, Rafael, Mama Jen. So actually, I, I'm in her office right now. <laughs> um, so I'm very happy uh, and honored to be invited to be here and to um, talk with you. <laughs> I just want to thank you because when we were there, you woke up really early for a lot of mornings to help us to translate for us in prayer school. And we promise next time we come to Brazil, we're going to be better in Portugal. So maybe your job will be a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are married to a Brazilian girl, so <laughs> you have to, prom yeah, you are learning. Yes, I am. And so, <laughs> no, I, we were, when we were there, it was awesome just to see everything that you guys are doing. And I know one of the main things that you guys do, and I know something you're involved with, is JPN. And was yeah. it uh, the previous year or the year before you actually spoke at JPN? Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's correct. So if you could uh, just share, oh, I'm sorry, but uh, we just, I just yeah. want to ask you, you know, kind of what your experience was like and the purpose behind that for, for the ministry. JPN in Portuguese, it means Youth to the Nations. Mm -hmm. um, so it's Jovens para as Nações, né? Youth to the Nations. It's, um, we, we want to increase this, this um, feeling of going outside the church, yeah. you know, to do missions uh, in people's heart, in youth, youth um, people's heart. Um, it's not only going uh, to other nations, but it's going outside your own church. That's why we, we, we are um, we, we're, our willing um, to the message that we pass to the young people here. So I spoke at, at the uh, JPN uh, here in Campina Grande, and that's a big event here. We have about 3,000 um, youth, youth people here and in Campina Grande, and we are in the countryside of Brazil. So that's a lot of people coming together. And it was a, a happy a happy moment. You both were here just before that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And it was it, it was uh, a great moment. It is a great moment every year. Uh, last year, um, 2020, we were able to do JPN here yeah. um, in July. So yeah, that's that's great. Well, we're excited because we're actually uh, with Lorena's church. They're from Duarchina, just a little close to Baru. And uh -huh. this year, we're planning to bring a group from there to JPN. And really? Yes. And so it's awesome because there, you know, there's youth all around the nation of Brazil that have been inspired to go there. And, you know, mm -hmm. something that I've seen is that when people go there, they feel like they're, they just sense this call to not only uh, fulfill their purpose, but to go further beyond themselves. Yes. So um, just wanted to ask you a little bit, you know, what were you, what did you share about when you were speaking? I shared about compassion. 
yeah. um, about uh, what God can do through us when we have compassion to another. Um, sometimes we are um, willing to do miracles and willing to uh, willing about the gifts of God, and that's okay. We have to have this desire, but why? Do we, do we have this desire? If it's only for to show people that we can do that, that's that's not the right place to be. It's not the right heart to have. You have to um, have a heart to um, the people. You have to to have this, this desire for the gifts of the spirit because you love so much the people. You love so much the world that you have to do something. And yeah. when you you look to other pe person with compassion, miracles happen. Um, we see Jesus when he was walking, um, and he saw a mother with a his son. Her son was dead, and Jesus saw her, the mother, and he. The Bible says that he had compassion for the mother, because back that at the time. Um, um, women were um, almost nothing, <laughs> and uh, Jesus looked at the the woman, and he he had compassion for her. So um, he raised a, her boy, her son, because he had compassion for her. So when we have compassion for others, miracle will happen. Um, we have to have the desire and compassion. So that's a little what I shared at J JPN here. Yeah, that's very good. You know, there's many other instances where it mentions through the Gospels where Jesus had compassion. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. And, you know, it's, it's one thing. We have, we have compassion for others, but I, I love that Scripture says, you know, we love others because we know that He loved us first. Mm -hmm. And so... Mm -hmm our ability to even have compassion for other people really comes from us knowing that God loves us. Exactly. Knowing mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That even uh, knowing who we are in Christ is just so important because there's so many things that try to tell us who we are now, you know, there's mm. media and people, um, you know, especially the youth, this generation, they look mm -hmm. at different people on social media and they want to be like them and they try to, act like yeah. a certain person instead of seeing who they truly are and mm -hmm. you know, we don't want to you know influence a generation of actors or people that yes. are pretending to be somebody else but we want them to come to fully know who they are so that they mm -hmm. can do god's purpose for them and so i think that's something huge that jpn is is doing mm -hmm. and influencing the nation that way as well yeah and um nowadays we we see this generation that that is looking for identity and that it's looking for their self their, themselves yeah. and there's a lot of voices in this world and and that that is saying a lot of things and you don't know which voice to choose which voice to follow and we see back at the beginning at in genesis god creating the man and the woman and in Genesis um, verse verse 1 26 uh, the Bible says and God said let us make man in our image after our likeness um, and then he says a little about the uh, uh, man ruling the world and in verse 7, um, 27 
27, he says, So God created men in his own image, and in his own image, God created men. Male and female, he created. And Genesis 2, um, 7, uh, but the Bible said that God breathed in us. He, uh, into his nostrils, he breathed of life, the breath of life. Um, and we see a generation that is looking for themselves, but they can't, they can't find them, themselves uh, far from God because we were created by him and he breathed in us. So we are his likeness. We are, like, we are his likeness. So when we are apart from him, we can find ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Only when we are getting, we are closer to God. So the seek, uh, seeking for identity, it's a common thing to hear. That everybody says, be yourself. Be who you truly are. But you can't be yourself if you don't know God. Yeah. You can't be yourself if you are looking another way and God is right here and you are looking to the other way because that's uh, he, uh, his breath is who we are, yeah. who made us, who created us. So if we don't um, see God, if we don't know his word, um, we we can find ourselves. We can be ourselves. So. That's so good. You can't find yourself anywhere else, but through no. anywhere yes. else, and even even things that are about him. You can't find yourself through ministry. Yeah, you can't find yourself exactly. as as a as a missionary as this. Yeah. You cannot. Our identity is only exclusively found in him. That's yeah. So Sometimes we try to fill this void. Um, and sometimes we even do this with ministry, with fame that uh, ministry can give us. Because um, we see a lot of people that, that uh, there is making fame. Making fame, it's okay. Yeah. Um, in internet, um, posting vi um, small videos in the Instagram. And yeah. we ha you have a lot of followers and a lot of likes and people commenting. And sometimes... And it's about God. Yeah. They are talking about God. But sometimes uh, that is feeling, uh, it's feeling the void that we have. Or try, we are trying to fill that void. People yeah. are trying to fill that void, but only God can do it. They don't know God. They know the words, but they don't know God. Yeah. And that's um, something that we have to preach about. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think even too, you were talking about having the compassion for people. And I think sometimes uh, there's, there's times even in my life personally, where I've wanted to operate in miracles and to mm. lay my hands on people and see them get healed, not just because I cared about them, but because I wanted to almost prove to myself that I had mm -hmm. this anointing or that I could, um, you know, be like God instead of just having this real sense of knowing that this is who I am. And because yeah. this is who I am, this is what happens. And so a lot of times I think people are, are looking for some type of validation. They're looking mm -hmm. for something else to tell them that confirm, yes, this is right. What God said is true because you did this. 
instead of just believing it, accepting it, and then doing the works of Jesus because they know that's who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And it's you know, finding those scriptures about our identity in the word before we go out and do the things. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. in Colossians where it says, you are complete in him. Yeah. And there's, mm-hmm. no, like, there's no conditional verse underneath that that says, if of course you've gone to X amount of years of Bible college or if, of mm-hmm. course, you've gone and served in this church, it says you are complete in him. And that's because of what Jesus did. So we yeah. find that as our foundation. That's, that's where we start. We are complete yeah. in him. Nothing else can Yes. And because of um, there's a lot of people trying to speak about God in, in the Internet. And people are just listening to them uh, instead of reading the, their Bibles. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's um, they are they are speaking about God or something that they don't know because they hear all they're saying and they are um, choosing their own path, their own way, and asking God to bless their own way, yeah. and they are like putting God in this little box, and they entitle this box God. <laughs> and they say, um, this is what God can do in my life. And they ask for God to do that in their lives. But they they don't know God. And God can do so much more than that. And, um, but they don't know about this because they just hear about it. And they don't know what God can do, who God is. Yeah. So we have to preach about God. We have to preach. Uh, we were... Um, reading the the i i read the book of ricky renner i don't know if i have the title in english um about uh the world like ah. crazy crazy world. crazy world nice. yes and he talks about that he talks about you trying to mix um the world uh, the, the word of god with water and to to give to others uh to please others yeah you know because we have we are in, in days that people doesn't want to hear the truth they want to hear what they want to hear yeah. what is it, it pleases them so we have to preach the word and this is love a lot of people talk about love but love is to to say what the words say yeah and i think it's even important too that we don't just um encourage people to to listen to sermons or to listen to other ministers but we encourage people to get in the word of god for themselves Mm -hmm. Uh, brother hagan who established rhema and established these great ministries he even said you know test what i'm saying against the word of god don't just take my word for it but hold it up to the word of god and so I, I just want to encourage people, don't even let another minister just tell you who you are. Allow God to speak to you personally through his word so that you can see for yourself. And I think something happens when you look at the word of God for yourself yeah. and you see mm-hmm. what he says about you um, compared to when someone else is just telling you what he says about you. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we as ministers or as preachers and teachers, we can mix our own you know, verbiage or our own sayings into what, when we're ministering or speaking, yeah. but his inspired word is a hundred percent his inspired word. Yeah. And so that, you know, the Holy spirit is ministering to you every time you open the word, every time you get the Bible out and spend that 
quality time, just you and God learning who you are, the Holy Spirit's there to help. Yeah. What the Bible says is exactly what the Bible wanted to say. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, Louisa, you know, so one of the things that I was thinking about earlier was there's a scripture in first Corinthians six seventeen. And it says that he that has given himself to the Lord or those that have said yes to Jesus have become one spirit with him. And so, you know, as we are one spirit with him, that means that everything that he is, we have access to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as someone that's, you know, maybe a youth or someone that's young, that's discovering who they are, how can they, you know, they hear that scripture, but how can, how would you recommend they start applying that to their life, their everyday life? Um, it's funny because I was doing a live, I, I think it was yesterday or something like this. Um, and I was talking about that. They, they had this exactly the same question. Um, I, I think people try to do extreme, extreme things. Like they don't ever read a book and they want to start to read a huge book. Yeah. You know, you have to start with, with small things, uh, a small book. If you never re- read a book, so you start to reading a small book so you can tell to yourself that you can do it. Yeah. Um, because then otherwise you will be frustrated, you know. Yeah. So I, I would say start to uh adding prayer um to your life instead of adding a time of, of pray you never pray so you you pray 20 minutes a day and the in you really pray you really take this moment to pray you start to read um uh, one chapter of the the bible or you choose a, a book that you will help you um but take small steps until you you can do you until you see that you can do it and you will notice that you get pleasure doing this you will get pleasure um um praying and learning about the 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 word of god because the much you learn about the word of god you, the much you want to know you know the more you want to know yeah. Uh, the more you want to know so because you understand one thing and one thing leads to another that leads to another and it's uh it's um forever to 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 learn with the bible you have you have a lot a lot of a lot of things to learn with the bible so yeah. you start with small things small steps and bring this to your life you know that's something brother hagan actually said he said that spiritual things are a lot like natural things and tanner actually owns a gym now and so he's seen that you know someone's got to be able to lift five pounds before they they, yeah it's a process it's it's baby steps each time Mm -hmm. time a client comes in they're working towards that next goal they're working towards the next thing they don't immediately get to the place where they're doing the Mm -hmm. they start small and it's it's the same way in our spiritual life we're, we live in this natural world. You know, we have, yes. we have to apply the same principles that work in the natural to, to our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, um, sometimes people say, says, oh, I, I spent all night praying. I didn't get any sleep. And I, the other day, you are um, lazy You are because you couldn't sleep. And you can't do this 
every night yeah. you know so you have to you have to see something that works for you um sometimes we read um brother um brother hagan's book and we think that we we think that uh, oh i'm going to do exactly what he he did that some testimonies that he went, went to the church and spent nights and nights praying it's okay you can do this and you should do this but um you know to you have to know the relationship that he already had with god you yeah. know you have to know the the faith that he had to the path of faith that you he had to run um to get there to get to that relationship um so sometimes we want to to have the the same results that somebody did but we don't want, want to walk the same walk that they did you know yeah. so um that's that's a, a, a issue we have to follow the process that's that there is a process there is something that we have to do to get there but sometimes you just want to, the results. And Tanner, of course, can, can help you with this. Because <laughs> Come see me. You, <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But even, even when, you know, just a natural thing, like someone that wants to lose some weight, they have to be yeah. able to lose one kg or one yeah. pound before they can lose five. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. sometimes when you take that first step and you see that it's possible and you can do it, that actually gives you motivation to want to take the next step yeah. and go towards what God has for you in the yeah. next area. And a lot of times because we haven't lost five pounds, because we haven't lost five kilograms, because we haven't read the entire book of Romans, we let what we haven't done hinder us from even mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I want to encourage anybody listening, just because you're not where you want to be yet, just yeah. because you haven't done what you want to do yet, don't let that stop you from starting today. Yeah. Don't let yeah. that stop you from fulfilling the call that God has for you. Yeah. And I think that's something too that happens with uh, the social media that we were talking about. People look at people posting and, they're, and they compare themselves and they say, well, mm -hmm. I'm not doing that. I don't have 50,000 followers. Yeah. I don't have a bunch of likes on my, on my, on my speaking or yeah. my, my ministry page or whatever, but that shouldn't stop you from taking the step that God's directing you to take. And, you know, it all goes back to relationship because, you know, even the things we're talking about, those steps we take about being in the word of God and praying, it shouldn't be a work. You're not proving something to God but you're actually participating in a relationship that mm -hmm. Jesus has provided for us to be able to yeah. be. Yeah. Luis, I've got a question for you. So you, yeah. out of us three, all of us, thank God we are all married. <laughs> uh -huh. And I think you've actually been married the longest yeah. out of us. Last yeah. time, you know, we were together. I think Josh and I were both still single. Yeah. But yeah. You know, just to a question for people our age and even the young generation, that do want to get married and you know we can say all of us could sit here and talk about how amazing our spouses are how much we love them how great mm -hmm. they are to us but i think we would all agree they don't complete us yeah they are mm -hmm. not what makes us who we are they, mm -hmm. they are a great part of our life and thank god for them he's joined us together but they don't complete us and so what yeah. would you say what would you say to uh, those out there that you know they want to get married they want to be in that relationship how do they establish their identity first? That's a great um, question. 
I think first of all you have to um how how can I say that? Okay, let me think. <laughs> um I think you have to realize that you never somebody else will never fill that void that you you have. And there is it, it is very good to have somebody next to you. Um but that that is never um feel what God can do for you. And sometimes we try to put people in this in the place that God is. And we try to build this perfect person that don't exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love my husband, yeah. but he's not perfect. And I know that he loves me, but I'm not perfect. Yeah. And I will never um, fulfill uh, this ideal perf person, you know? And sometimes we, we imagine this ideal person um, and we, it, it, that will never exist, but God does, God exists. Yeah. And God is the ideal person, you know? God um, can fill us, so we are prepared to be with some somebody else um so you have to to have a relationship with god yeah. i think that everything comes to having a relationship with god having a relation a real relationship with god and when you are in your moment of prayer you really are there yeah, yeah. sometimes we just spend time and pretend that we are, we, we pretend to ourselves yeah. that we are in prayer, but we are not, we, and we know that. Um, because it, it, it is easier when we are going to, the, to this moment of prayer to remember that we have to do something. And, and sometimes we are watching TV and we, we have laundry to do, mm -hmm. but we don't remember that. But when we are praying, we are go going to remember that there, there is laundry to do. <laughs> um, we let uh, other things uh, come to our mind, um, and we are, we are not in that moment. We are just spending time there, but we are not with God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when we are in our mo moment with God, we have to be there. And um, that's, easy when you remember who you are talking to yeah um i'm going to use um pastor hagan here if pastor hagan asked me to have a meeting with him i would be prepared to um, meet pastor hagan i will be a little nervous probably <laughs> um and wondering what does he has to say to me you know, because it's a person that I, I admire and I respect. Um, so when we are with God, what does God want to talk with me? It's God. You know, it's, it's God the creator. And he is more, more important than anybody else. Yeah. He has all the answers. And sometimes I'm just talking, talking, talking. And I don't listen. Yeah. 
sometimes I want him to trust me, but oh, I, I, I want to trust in God. I trust in God, but I'm not somebody who he, he can trust, you know? So um, I have to be this, I have to be there and I have to remember who I'm talking to. So it makes easy at this moment, the moment of God, the, the moment that I'm praying, the moment that I'm, I'm spending time with God, if I remember that I'm talking to the creator of earth and he can um, help and he can do something about what I'm praying about, that, that makes all the difference. Um, sometimes we say, oh, I'll be praying for you. Like it's the last resource. Um, this should be the first resource, yeah. you know, because God really is the the only one who can do anything for us. It's not only for to make people relax and okay, I'm going. No, no, it's it's something that it's real. It, it's going to happen. And if I'm talking to God, I believe that He can do something. So, um, to have a relationship with God would be my answer. My short my short answer. <laughs> I, <love> <laughs> well, I really like what you said though because like you said whenever you're talking with God sometimes maybe you found yourself just talking all the time and if mm. you were to go into a meeting with someone that you respect and you know you honored you wouldn't be the one talking all the time unless you were mm -hmm. maybe nervous like yeah. had a nervous tick or <laughs> so we have to whenever we are in prayer with God we have to give him room to speak Mm -hmm. him to to tell us you know things that he wants and you know when we approach god we should be uh have an expectation that he's not just going to be giving us giving us instructions on things to do but he wants to actually love on us he yeah. wants to actually tell us and encourage us and give us exhortation and mm -hmm. i think that sometimes um, people have this idea that maybe they always feel like they're never doing enough for god and so they don't feel comfortable going to him in prayer. And mm -hmm. so I think we have to realize that one, God's not mad at us. God mm -hmm. loves us and cares and cares about us and that he's easily approachable. Yeah. And that's yeah. ultimately what eternal life is all about. Yeah. One of my favorite scriptures is John 17, three. It says, this is eternal life to know God. Mm -hmm. to know him. And so it's mm -hmm. not, you know, one day when we go to heaven, it's to know him. And it's that yeah. relationship, that, that prayer time where we get to know him. We get to know his character, his nature. And, you know, when we know God, we know how God sees other people. Yeah. And that's where yeah. the compassion comes back. I know mm -hmm. how God looks at this person. And you know what? I'm letting God see through me. I'm starting to see them the same mm -hmm. way that God sees them. That's where the compassion comes from because yeah. of God the more I know God, the more I know myself, the more I know God, the more I know how to love people Yeah. because I know God and I know, I know what he feels about them. So yeah, we have to, the answer for everything is you read your Bible and you um, know the character, character of God. Yeah. You know, we have to, you, we have to know him. We have to know who he truly is and not only what people says he is or who people says he does. We have to know by ourselves, by the Bible. Yeah. And I think that's something that uh, I like what you said. That's the answer. There's really no shortcut to it. Yeah. No, you, you've got to have a level of discipline where you kind of just take 
a hold of your mind and say, you know what, I'm going to spend time with God. I'm going to read the word. And, you know, with, uh, with a gym or even with weight loss, sometimes we just want like the diet pill, you know, you take the yeah. pill and you lose the weight, but it, there's, there's two things. It's diet yeah. and exercise. There's no quick yeah. fix. Yeah. And the other thing, God, the Holy Spirit is not going to force you to spend time with God. Yeah. No one else is going to grab your hand and bring you into that room and say, spend time with God. No one else is going to bring you to the gym to work out. No one mm -hmm. else is going to make you eat that food. It's up to you. Yeah. And so there's, there's... Or no one else can do that for you. Yeah. Exactly. You have to do it by yourself. You have to. It, no matter what it is, you've got to take control. And you know, God has given us the ability to be a good steward. Yeah. He's given mm -hmm. us that ability. You have the power within you to do it. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. about a decision. You just have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, but sometimes, sometimes we are, um, we, we know all that, yeah. but we don't just, we don't have, we don't just step forward and do it, you know? We, um, the problem is we think we know too much and we think we know everything there is to know. Yeah. You know, and we don't do anything about this because we already know. Yeah, so yeah. that's a problem to think we know we already know everything <laughs> i think you can even do that when you're listening to someone minister um you can they'll be ministering on something and you'll hear them say something you feel like you've heard before and so you'll turn it off and you'll say okay i know yes. this and you don't allow god to speak something specific to you that he wants to tell you that night or that day and mm -hmm. so i think that one thing is is just being open to God speaking to you all the time. Yeah. And he doesn't just speak to us in a service. Yeah. He doesn't just mm -hmm. speak to us even while we're, we're in our prayer time or closet. He can speak to you throughout the day, even while you're at work. Mm -hmm. But I, I truly believe that it, it's about being aware of him. Like you said, knowing who you're talking to. And if I know who is living on the inside of me, this God that created the whole universe lives mm -hmm. in me and not only does he live in me he wants to spend time with me he wants to talk to me he wants to give me his grace to do his, mm -hmm. whatever he wants me to do when i'm aware of that then i started experiencing it in my life absolutely yeah the bible actually says that he that he wants to know us yeah he wants to know us so that's that's um a great thing god wants to to be a part of my life yeah god the the holy god the holy spirit he wants to be a part of our life so that's a great thing to remember sometimes we forget that yeah that's so good you know as you were talking there it kind of brought to my attention louisa your your father is in ministry my father's in ministry josh is yeah. in ministry a lot of us that have you know someone close to us in ministry Many times when they're ministering, we can shut off because yeah. we know mm -hmm. them. I, I know them. Mm -hmm. And so anybody that's a pastor's kid out there, or maybe your husband or wife is in ministry, God can still speak through them. So yeah. don't ever shut yourself off. I know there was a situation, I won't name this person's name, but I was listening to them speak and I know them. And I was already thinking, oh, all right. But God really, before that, he said, you need to listen. And I, I said, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to listen. Even though my flesh was telling me this is going to be a certain way. I listened and you know what? The Holy Spirit rocked my world. Mm -hmm. He taught me some things. And so don't ever shut yourself off. 
always give yourself the door for God to minister to you. Yeah. I remember when I was um, to attend Rema, I was 16, I think. And I was, I, I was at the time that I thought I knew, um, I knew too much, you know. I, I was thinking, well, I was raised in, in the ministry of faith. What can I learn more about faith? <laughs> All the 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 wise uh, teenage uh, I was a wise teenager, you know, <laughs> and I was thinking, what can I learn more about that? And the first class was foundations of faith, mm -hmm. and I was crying from the beginning <laughs> to the end, and I was oh I I knew about the truth that they they were teaching, um, but it was something different. Yeah. It was it was a, a different teaching and reaching another areas, you know. So um, you never know and too much and or enough, you know. Um, um, so from that from that that first year of Rama till now, I know that I will never um, know too much of the Bible or too much of a subject of the Bible yeah. that I can can't learn more. Yeah, you know. I, I always, uh, there is um, um, always more to learn, always more to hear what God is, is doing in people's lives. Um, there's a lot of testimonies of faith. God doesn't act only one way, yeah. you know. God, God is God. God, he, he can do whatever he wants from, um, you know, uh, whoever he wants. So, he can do everything. Yeah. Um, so there is not only one way for God to act, and we can't limit God to what we think he can do. Yeah. yeah. And I would just encourage anyone that's listening that found themselves maybe in that position where they feel like they knew everything. Just uh, mm -hmm. don't give yourself condemnation, but just allow your heart to be open for God yeah. to speak to you through different people. Um, you know, allow him to, to soften your heart and, and don't beat yourself up. Don't be hard on yourself, but allow yourself to, to change and be, to be yeah. different. I believe God gives us room to grow. So mm -hmm. he allows us to change from where we were yesterday. His mercy is new every morning. So he gives us another opportunity every day to change. So if you were had a certain attitude yesterday, it doesn't have to be the same today. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the same tomorrow. Allow yourself room to change and to grow. Yeah. Yes. That's so good. Well, Louisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah. I had such a good time. You know, <laughs> it's amazing whenever people that get together that have the spirit of God living on the inside of them, what God brings out. Yeah. And you know, they're, yeah. It's the same spirit within all of us. And so God is good. And we're just so thankful for the work that you're doing in Brazil and what you're doing all around the world, what your family is doing. And, you know, Josh says this all the time. We're glad that you're on our team. Yeah. Uh, we're on the same you. team. Even, Arthur, even your brother-in-law, Arthur. Yeah. We're, we're happy to be on his team. <laughs> Thank you so much, Louisa. I hope you have a great day. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye.